1: Here's the 0-1. Swung on. There it goes. Deep right. It is high. That is far. Oh, it's gone. He hit his first home run. It couldn't have come at a better time. Benny. Oh, Molta benny In the right field seats. And that's raining. Benny's from heaven.
3: A two-run blast. And the Yankees now take a 4-2 lead. Welcome back to the Parkinson's Spiegel Show. David Haw, Adam Hogan for the guys today. Thank you, WFAN, John Sterling. And the highlight, Andrew Benintendi. Benny's from heaven. Might steal that or not. I won't. Andrew Benintendi, the new White Sox left fielder, former Yankee, former Royal, new White Sox left fielder upgrade. Also, the most expensive free agent ever, the five-year, $75 million contract. Rick Hahn explained the deferment. I, I don't know if he explained it as much as the release explained it, but he's getting a bonus and they're, they're deferring a lot of the salary. It's a creatively done contract, but I found it interesting. Adam, a couple of things. Number one, socks were in on him from day one. Yes. All this time. We thought Rick Conn is going to the trade route and I'm not throwing money at the problem. They were throwing money at the problem. They thought they were, that was plan a plan. A was throwing money at the problem. Rick Hahn was bluffing. Number two, there's only one Benny in Chicago sports, and that's Benny the Bull. I love Benny the Bull.
2: Yeah, we can't take that away from, <laughs> from Benny the Bull. But I don't know. The original react-
1: Benny the Bull, by the way. The original yeah. Benny the Bull. The, the, the portly Benny the Bull. The one <laughs> that the would scare the version. crap out of children today.
3: <laughs> yeah, the one, that, the, the one that would pour popcorn over reporters on deadline. That Benny the Bull. Not that I've ever had an experience with
1: that. The woke left media drove out that Benny the Bull and the original uh, Blue Devil at DePaul.
3: Okay. That might might be true.
1: Yeah, that's Joe Biden's America for you. And also double.
3: Thanks, A-Rod. a Rod, Aaron Rodgers in the studio.
1: Yeah, no, but you're right. Rick Hahn wanted to draft Andrew Benintendi, but they gave that pick to Nick Hostetler and he went with Carson Fulmer. I think it's funny though the White Sox are like touting these guys that they wanted to draft. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know but but Teddy how many times
2: why was bumped down. How many times do the White Sox acquire a guy five years after they really wanted him? It happens over and over and over again. Welly Ramirez, least,
1: Andrew Jones, Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah.
2: At least this one still has time left in his career.
1: Martian.
3: Tian. Mark that's a good one. Yeah. Tian. There's a couple, there's that's a Jake long PV. list. Who's your favorite former washed-up White Sox? That's that's a segment right there. Kevin Ukelus. Yes. Definitely. It's always,
2: it's always these guys. They they okay. have tried but to acquire fairness, three different times. There's
3: one list of those guys, the Griffies, and all of that. And then there's Ben Intendi, who is still an all-star caliber outfielder. And look, here's the thing. He meets the minimum job description. This is progress for the White Sox. He doesn't have to hand in a first baseman's glove when he goes to the outfield. He is an outfielder. Yes. He is an upgrade and he's going to keep Aloy Jimenez as a designated hitter. That to me is progress.
2: Well, yeah. And I do think there is progress there. And I think that was the hard truth of letting Jose Abreu go to create this situation. And I do think it's the the right direction to go to kind of clean up some of this messiness that's been there with multiple positions and, Five first basemen on the team, so I do think that helps. But it's still for me hard to get that excited when this is your big move of the offseason.
3: season. Adam, check the calendar out. Okay, it's January fifth. It's Virginia yeah. McCaskey's birthday. Uh huh. We're not even through the the off season yet. The hot stove is still plugged in. I, yeah. I understand the cynicism. It's con- it's a conditioned response to all things White Sox. I get that. I, I enjoy that uh, on, a, on a daily basis, talking White Sox and, and holding them accountable and, and all those things. But this is a good move, and they're not done yet. And if you take Rick Hunt at his word, and I don't know how much you want to do that anymore, and I understand that too, but they still need a second baseman. He was pretty open about that. There's, they're not done looking. They still need um, a catcher because Yasmani Grandal can't squat for more than 100 games, and that's being optimistic. I don't care how long he's worked out with the Blackhawks trainer. You're not going to get 100 games or more out of him. So you still need a catcher. You still need a second baseman. And I still think you need a bullpen piece. And maybe if you make a trade, you, who knows what you're going to do with the starting pitching s- situation. But this is a good move. T-
2: Texter says, did they ever get Sean Figgins, or are they still trying, still trying. trying that too? Kenny's still trying. Yeah. Uh, you know <laughs> That's Kenny's guy. Here's my question. I want to run this by Shane and Tany too. Like, they... <laughs> It, I think part of the reason why it's hard to get excited right now is are they, they, they don't seem to be trying to market this team at all right now. I didn't, I didn't even know this until these guys, these guys told me this, but they didn't even broadcast this press conference yesterday anywhere. Okay, why? Seriously, because you're why f- does that bother you? Because if you're a fan, you want to watch it. And this this organization
1: is trying to convince fans right now that they will be a watchable product in 2023. Jerry Reinsdorf owns a huge chunk of NBC Sports Chicago. You're not utilizing that. It's free to put the I, frickin' press conference up on your Twitter feed, I, YouTube, whatever. I, I don't know what you do when I'm
3: not here, but you're not going to cuss when I am.
1: <laughs> I just, what did you say? Frickin'. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Um, also, they have Sox TV. They do a great job. You can yeah. you can show this to your fan base without being on television. Like be on YouTube live. Like they yeah. did it right with the What's Grafles. your theory
3: is why they don't? Because there has to be a reason, right?
1: Understaffed, maybe. I don't know. I have no idea why they wouldn't. This is the biggest signing in their team's but history, got, as you said. I don't know aptitude. why they wouldn't.
2: They got rid of Sox Fest. They they the promotional calendar is like stripped down crazy next year. There's there, there's I'm being serious right now. That I don't I don't know what it is. But those of us that are, I think are, have close um, you know, emotional ties to the team, they're not doing much to
3: make you want to be excited. I don't disagree with that, but let me ask you this. Do you think that, in all seriousness, they feel a little bit burnt by expectations in the fact that they That's were raised? That's their
2: fault! They, they, they screwed up the whole rebuild by the manager they hired. They can't be – they can't – they, they can't be but like, the lesson, play, playing a victim
3: card the, now over the, that while I, their fans I, are I don't I'm not suggesting they're playing the victim card, but if you have raised expectations in the past and failed to meet them and had a bad experience as a result, and you still feel like your fan base is scarred by that and cynical because of that, the next time around, maybe they had a conversation like, hey, let's tone things down. Let's sneak up on people. Let's not raise the bar or expectations to the point where they were before because all we can do by, if we do that is disappoint our fan base. I mean, David, that's what,
1: hey, David. Here's what I got. I got two things for you. When you and your wife get in a fight, which I imagine doesn't happen at all because you are the most pleasant man on the planet, <laughs> do you just stay away and n- not try to go above and beyond to make her happy after you made a clear mistake?
3: It's a fair question. Okay. Number
1: two, get tug at your heartstrings here. They got rid of Dog Day last year. Ugh. They didn't even allow the dogs in. All I,
3: right. I, they, they let I, them that, out. I, I can't even. Yeah, you're right. Let, Wait, let, them have let the dogs They out let the streets. dogs out.
1: The White Sox let the dogs out. Who, 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 who? Uh,
3: that's, that's, that's a bridge too far. And it, <laughs> the
1: party was not jumping, by the way, last year. Somebody called the Baja. Man. I just
3: don't know what would compel them not to want to bring attention to something that is a positive story. Uh, Andrew Benintendi signing the richest free agent contract in team history is a positive move. I agree. That's why I, I, I'm, I'm bringing it up because I'm confused why they don't want
2: it to We do want that.
1: them to brag about it. Yes. It's an I awesome
2: like- move. Brag about the good
1: move you made. This isn't a, a three year, $17 million contract for Larry Garcia we're talking about.
3: Hmm. The
1: fan base will love this guy. Give them an opportunity by showing it on television or on, on, live on YouTube or
3: Twitter. Benny. They didn't do any of those things. And he's wearing number 23. I don't like that. Jermaine Dye, Robin, Robin Tura, Mark Tian. Mark, Mark Tian, we're 23? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I loved Mark Tien, man. Oh, my
3: gosh. A lot of Mark Tian references
2: today. It's good. And Baja, man.
1: Not
3: enough. Yeah. Sox going to report to the spring training next month thinking that they can win the division quietly. Very, very quietly. They're still going to be the favorites, aren't they? No. Guardians. Uh, All that pitching, don't you think? Yeah. Sox won't be the favorites. Maybe. I hope not because Pedro Graffol wants to go in there and kick some butt. He's ready. Called him out. Did you see him on the podcast? Did you guys have that yesterday? On the yeah, Baseball Isn't Boring podcast? Pedro Grifol says he looked forward to playing the White Sox because, or when they did, he, he could tell if they had energy or not. Yeah, he kind of hinted at that before.
1: That's Pedro Grifol doing Bourbon and a Buddy next week. So we'll get some even deeper answers from Pedro Grifol. Bueno
2: caballo, te quiero mucho, ok? Yes. Ask him why they got rid of dog day. What's bourbon and a buddy?
1: My podcast. Oh. The you're one right that Rick on. did. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. Looked, well, the only, for well, the record, well, I knew
3: that. Well played. Yeah, you're Are right. you guys having a bourbon with Wani? I'm about to go get his glasses. Yes. We are having a bourbon with Dave Wonset. Whenever he gets here, he's already late because he's not early. I'm on Coughlin time. I don't know what he's doing, but he needs to, his watch is broken. But Wani will be here, and when he is, we'll get into football again. Adam Hogue. David Haw in for the guys. Parkinson Spiegel, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score.
2: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.